है गॉटन सम क्वेश्चन फ्रॉम समन आई बीन फ्रेंड्स विद ऑन फेसबुक फॉर अ वाइल एंड आई थॉट बेस्ट टू डू अ वीडियो टू आंसर द क्वेश्चन इंस्टेड ऑफ टाइपिंग आउट एवरी थिंग बिकॉज आई थिंक दिस अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल हु डोंट रियली नो वट आई डू वेर आई कम फ्रॉम वट माई बैकग्राउंड इज इन वाई आई मेड सर्टन करियर डिसीजन एक्सेट्रा सो आई थॉट इट बी अस वे टू गिव अ बैकग्राउंड सो वन ऑफ द क्वेश्चन दे आस्क मी वॉज दैट बट फाइव ईयर्स अगो फोर फाइव ईयर्स अगो यू वर इन टू वेडिंग फोटोग्राफी वाई डिड यू चूज वेडिंग्स एंड वॉट वॉज योर एक्सपीरियंस सो या आई इनफैक्ट सो आई गिव यू अट ऑफ बैकग्राउंड फॉजी किड माई डैड वॉज इन दर्मी हीज रिटायर्ड नाउ सो आई बीन ऑल ओवर द प्लेस इन इंडिया मूविंग एवरी टू ईयर्स थ्री ईयर्स फोटोग्राफी वॉज समथिंग दैट आई काइंड ऑफ गेट फ्रॉम माई डैड ही यूज टू हैव अ फ्यूजी फिल्म एनालॉग कैमरा सो कॉन्स्टेंटली स्टील इट फ्रॉम हिम you know spend all my money on film rolls uh, at that time it was only analog and uh, money in the sense pocket money used to get like 50 bucks a week or something like that i don't really remember and my mom would always be like what are you wasting your money on <laughs> and it was just photographs of bugs and flowers and stuff like that um i never thought of taking up photography as a career option i mean it never crossed my mind because it was so expensive to get the film developed or you know cameras or even buy the film i mean i didn't even know that it could be a career option and my folks weren't very uh, they weren't into the whole you should become an engineer or you should become a doctor they were very you do what you like and i'd always been drawing and sketching and that kind of stuff so um i i want i mean i spoke to my cousins and family seniors and everyone seemed to be doing an mba so i used to be in pune those days and after my bcom uh, i i did some nit for i think 2 3 years it was supposed to be a two year course which got extended to like four years i i don't really remember and um, that's when i kind of got interested in computers and 97 is when we got our first computer at home and uh, so i i uh, applied for mba i gave my cat i flunked at it miserably but i got admission into uh, one of the many symbiosis institutes scmhrd and i did a two year uh, mba in it systems and marketing i think it was a huge waste of time and money for my folks i mean i wasn't spending anything but if anything it made me realize that this is not what i wanted to do <laughs> i still ended up taking up a job uh, for a year i was working in bombay as a management consultant and i used to i used to dabble on the side i used to sketch and i used to you know look at photography and stuff but i never thought that i could actually work in this you know sphere then um in uh, 2004 uh, the guy i was dating at that time asked me if i was uh, happy with what i was doing with my life and uh uh the next week i'd quit i quit my job and i didn't know what i was going to do i went for a lot of interviews i went to places like mckinsey and again big consulting firms and i got i got job offers people were ready to hire me and but it was the whole thing of you know you had to be in office at 9 o'clock you had to wear formal clothes you couldn't work from home I wanted to be able to work from anywhere. How did it matter where I was in the world? I mean, I, I should be able to, you know, deliver from anywhere. And then social media had kind of picked up at that time, so there was LinkedIn and there was, you know, um, Rise at that time. R Y Z E. It's still there, but I don't know who uses it. Uh, 
and uh, I, I thought maybe I could give this whole independent contractor thing a shot at that time I used to call myself a freelancer I hate that word I don't use it anymore because it tends to give this wrong impression to people that somehow you work for free believe me a lot of people think like that so um, I started doing that and I started getting clients from LinkedIn I used to get a lot of people who were in the states who would say hey you know could you design my brochure could you design my website I used to design on front page and um, so I started doing that and then in 2006 a friend of mine uh, was doing some video work for a client of his and he asked me if I would do some still photography work for them and I said well why not it's worth a shot and I had nothing better to do anyway and they were paying me like 30,000 bucks it was a um, it was one of the um, uh, it was a industrial shoot so we were shooting a SEZ port area in Gujarat and I was there for about five days and uh, obviously the client was taking care of all the expenses and uh, they were paying me 30,000 bucks for the photography which I eventually ended up spending in just developing the film because I was shooting on analog. I mean I didn't make any money on that but I didn't make any losses either and I was out of the house but so yeah that was a fun experience. Um, I realized that I could do this at some point maybe when I could afford a digital camera. It was 2006. So that uh, led to another shoot pretty much you know a month after that which was another industrial shoot which again I ended up I shooting uh, ended up shooting both on film and on digital. I used to have a Sony Cybershot power shot Cybershot at that time. And uh, both both times clients really loved what I did and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, they like my work, yay. So I had this, I had this uh, print of photos that I had and I asked a friend of a friend if they knew any professional senior photographers in India and if I could, you know, go and show this to them and my previous work, whatever I'd done with my pocket money and see what they thought about it, like whether I was completely fooling myself or whether I could try this you know if I if I had some scope in developing this further so someone introduced me to this uh, photographer called Ashok Salyan I had no idea who he was they just told me oh he's like this awesome photographer and uh, uh, he agreed to see me and I went to him with a printout of my photos it was like a one of those Kodak albums it wasn't like a portfolio it was those four by six photos and all I remember from that meeting is that he took a look at my stuff, like literally like flick through it and he said, well, you definitely have the eye for it. And that was it. I knew that at some point I would like to give this a shot. I still couldn't afford a camera. I was still using my dad's Fujifilm analog camera. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I, I also got introductions to a lot of other photographers who either A, refused to see me or when they did see me, gave me completely shit feedback, which was like, okay, I mean, you've been around for like 30 years already. What the fuck do you want from me? I'm just asking you if you like this or not. And if you didn't want to meet me, why did you ask me to come and meet you? So yeah, anyway, um, after that I started doing, um, I mean, I was still doing a lot of graphic design, etc. on the side. I mean, that's that's what was paying my rent at that time. I wasn't doing photography. Then in 2009, sorry, I have a cold, so my voice is a little fucked up, and I'm drinking like hot green tea. So just just a sec. So yeah, in 2009, um, uh, there was this new camera that was launched, 
it was the Nikon D90 and it was supposed to be the first DSLR that did video and although I had no interest in video I thought it was like a really cool camera the problem was that in India at that time the, just the camera body no lens was selling for almost 1 lakh and um, my budget or the money that I had in my bank account that time was 53,000 rupees exactly so I, I wrote about it, I lamented about it on Facebook saying, oh my God, I wish I could just get a digital camera and you know, at least see what I could do with it. So a friend of mine who was coming from Australia during Christmas season in 2009, he was like, hey, you know what? This camera is available in Australia for 53,000 bucks. Do you want me to get it for you? And I was like, Leah. <laughs> so he, he got that camera for me. And the first thing I shot on that, like a proper thing, was my sister's wedding. Because, I mean, it was easy access, she was getting married, I had the camera, I shot it. It wasn't a thing where I thought, oh, let me try this wedding and I want to get into wedding photography. It was like the farthest thing from my mind. But then after it shot it and I put it on my blog as I put everything on my blog, I started getting emails from people saying, hey, you know, my sister's getting married, can you photograph that wedding for me? My friend's getting married or my friends were like, hey, shoot my wedding for me and, you know, we'll give you like 30,000 bucks. And I was like, wait a second. I'm going to shoot a wedding and they're going to give me 30,000 bucks. Like it, it wasn't even, you know, and there were, these were a couple of foggy weddings. So they were like, do ka event today and you know, two hour event tomorrow. And I was like, I'm going to be making a whole month's salary in just a day or two. That's like, that's crazy. That's how I started shooting weddings. So I shot a friend's sister's wedding in, in Neemach in Madhya Pradesh. He paid me, I think 30,000. Then uh, I shot another friend's wedding here in Delhi. Then, so it kind of took off from there and it reached a point where I was quoting about a lakh and a half for a day of shooting a wedding. And even that I think was less and I still think it's way less because it's not because, I mean, come on, a lot of people think that, oh my God, you charge so much, you're really arrogant and all that. And it's not about that. It's like Indian weddings, the way they work, you're, you're on your feet 16 hours, 18, 20 hours for the whole day. Okay, you're carrying that kit. You, you have to have three lenses. You have to have two camera bodies because, you know, someone's getting married. They're not going to be, you can't have a replay. So if you fuck up, that's it. They don't have any other choice. So you need to have that kind of stuff and you might have an assistant, you might not have an assistant and Indian weddings go on for five days and even five days, I used to, by the end of it, I was like, oh my God, my life is coming to an end. I just could not shoot weddings anymore. So I didn't really get into weddings. It was, it just kind of happened and I went along with it. So that's the answer to your first question. And my experience was mostly quite terrible. I don't shoot weddings anymore. I have no interest in shooting weddings anymore. Um, I don't care where your wedding is taking place. If it's an Indian wedding, whether it is Paris or Bali or wherever the fuck it is, I'm not going to shoot it. So moving on. What made you switch from weddings to luxury lifestyle and fashion? And how is this experience? So the reason I write luxury and lifestyle photographer and blogger is to clarify the message that this is what I would like to do a lot of people still think that I'm a wedding photographer uh, a lot of people uh, think that I'm just a blogger but for me the whole idea of putting up my portfolio online or putting up my work online was to signal to anyone who came to the website that this is what I want to do more of 
so it's not like i don't do anything else i do a lot of other stuff and there aren't many luxury brands in india so it's not like i'm making all my revenue or keeping myself busy just working with luxury brands lifestyle is such a vast subject i mean you could put anything into it so i'm not a fashion photographer by any means i know nothing about fashion and most fashion photographers are conventionally assumed to photograph in a studio i cannot shoot in a studio i mean i don't understand those lights i don't know how that works i just i can't deal with you know tantrums i'm just i prefer shooting behind the scenes documentation storytelling making it look amazing i can do that so the experience with this has obviously been way better than wedding photography i get paid a lot more uh, for a lot less time clients appreciate my work i like working with professional clients who've been in the business for a while who understand the value of your time unlike weddings where mostly it was you know the the barat is like 5 hours late and there's nothing you can do what what are you going to do leave you can't leave you're the only photographer that they've hired you can't leave it's you know one wedding hopefully getting married just once <laughs> with with professional clients in my you know luxury and lifestyle space it's there are a lot they get that you're a professional you know they they understand that you have a business to run so they'll tell you that okay you know we might expect a delay of 30 minutes because hey it's delhi so you you have an expectation set it's definitely a lot more professional not as much as i would like it to be but yeah i've had some amazing clients that i was like why can't i just work with you for the rest of my life you know so it's yeah it's great i mean i wouldn't go back to shooting weddings ever <laughs> okay third question what do you think people pay you for your photography or your following blog social media i um i don't think people pay me for my following per se it's it, it's it's a bunch of things and it depends on who wants to hire me um if you know i i i've worked with individual designers your smaller business setup small stores international luxury brands international hotel brands so it's the i pretty much the entire spectrum um i think clients find value in hiring a good photographer who also has a presence on social media because that's like marketing for them so if if you're a, if you're a popular photographer on social media and you you know for example if you have a blog for you know you can i i think a lot of stuff most of the stuff that gets photographed by clients ends up in image banks that they never really do anything with so i think it's a great way for a client to work with a photographer who has a social media presence and the photographer then also ends up sharing that stuff on their blog which the client can then reshare if the client doesn't have their own blog which why not i mean you should everyone should have a blog so i i think they pay me for a combination of both but there are some people who want to hire me just as a photographer and i have to tell them that hey you know i have a blog and i've got this following and it'll be advantages for you to you know let me publish the stuff on my blog for example i don't take up assignments where the client says oh you can't put this on your blog you can't put this on social media well the point is you got to know about me and my work through what exactly my blog my social media so it's only fair that i put that work on out as well and then you know you get to share it i get to share it other clients get to see it and i get to you know i probably will be hired on the basis of that for the so i think it's a combination of the two 
some obviously you know when they call me up and say hey we want to invite you to this event as an influencer or as a blogger yeah they want the photos for free they'll never say it because i have such a reputation that i'll you know i'll call them out for it but they they want good photos i mean good photos are still quite rare in india it's still not the norm you still have really shitty photos on a lot of bloggers uh, even professional photographers websites and portfolios most of them don't even update their update their websites anyway okay so that's the third question mm if one had to be chosen for monetization what would you choose photography or blogging um uh, i really really enjoy both it just one flows into the other and i both are monetized for me i mean i get paid as a photographer i get paid as a blogger i get paid as both so i i can't choose it anymore but if you told me that okay from tomorrow you can either be a photographer or you can be a blogger um oh my god that will be really really hard see i still make most of my money from photography and i see that changing in 2015 since june i am making more and more and more money because of blogging but before that uh, 80% of my revenue was photography so if i had to choose um i mean if you told me i had to shut down my blog no i don't think i can choose <laughs> i don't think i can choose because it's such a huge advantage i mean i would as a photographer i would end up just being a local photographer nobody would know about me so i don't think i can choose between the two but if i had to stop charging for one it would be blogging for sure because i would charge for photography then i mean right now i try and charge for both because even if i just go as a blogger or a social media influencer to an event i am still photographing shit there i am still going to come back and get into post production for hours and edit those photos and put those on the blog and those will represent the brand that i just went and you know spent time with so i do try to charge for both because that both is work but if i had to give up monetizing one so that i had complete control over what i was doing it would be blogging for sure i cannot give up photography i really just behind that camera is that's it i mean i am i'm done <laughs> i don't need anything else <laughs> time stops i mean i i don't realize where all the time went and i take photographs of everything So yeah I hope that uh, answers uh, those questions again if you have any more questions you've got specific questions about me what I do things like that more than happy to answer them and this has probably been one of the longest ones so far and I kind of enjoyed it I don't mind I mean who doesn't like talking about themselves I do okay more later see you